20-something and living. Hey guys, we're back. 20-something and living. Krista, let me tell you. 20-something and living. Therese, I'm ready. 20-something and living. This episode is being brought to you by our new sponsor, Lola. Lola delivers 100% organic cotton tampons and pads right to your door every month. You can pick exactly what you want delivered, all supers, all regulars, or all lights, or you can even mix it up. Just set the date and they'll be there. For a limited time, Lola is offering 20-something and living listeners a two-box special for the price of one, plus free shipping. So if you'd like to take advantage of that, go on to 20SNL.com, scroll to the bottom, and activate that discount. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Yes. Hey, guys. Oh my god, y'all. This is episode 25, Five. bruh. 25. Yes. Christy, it's been 25 long <laughs> episodes. And we, and we have come for real a long way. But for real though, because listen to our first episode and... And you'll see the growth. You'll see it. <laughs> it's a good episode. The topics are good. It's it's still a good episode, but that quality... Is not the best. Woo. But no. y'all, so next episode is, is literally our 26th episode, meaning that we have done... Like an episode for every week of the year, right? So we had our year. Yes, we've done twenty six episodes, so fifty two divided by you know, so we have every other episode. Yeah, math. Um, it'll <laughs> be our 52 year. Fifty two weeks in a year. We do an episode every two weeks, so yes, it is our year. Next episode, so we're we're gonna um, we're we gonna got just, some big big. We got some good stuff coming. Good stuff. But um, basically, we're gonna that episode will be special. We're gonna just talk about our favorite moments from that year, and then we're also gonna compile um. Some bloopers. Bloopers, yeah. And talk about what we shouldn't have done, what we should have done, what we learned. Lots of bloopers. Mm. Lots of Therese clowning. Lots of Krista making me have (laughs) bloopers, okay? I think you secretly wanted to say extra, but she's trying to work on that, y'all. I didn't even think about extra. That's you. (laughs) Um, But, guys, so, um, like I said, so we want to make sure we end this year off right. So, we did an interview with Simply Drea for episode 15. And it was really good. I know people were like, oh, yes, I'm learning about how to become a YouTube star. It was dope. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my line says, shout out to her. Um, but now we have another interview. Ten episodes later. Yes. Like that. <laughs> it fell right on top of our, it, it felt the right, 25. It was perfect right before the year. So um, so now we have, we're going to talk about being 20-something and financially stable. Because it's really important. It's so important, y'all. Yeah. Because I'm low-key not financially stable. But um, I'm still trying to get my finances not. together. I'm I'm afloat, but I don't know about stable. But are you afloat? Because I low key feel <laughs> drowned. Feel like I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we have one of my friends, uh, Marcus. Marcus, are you still there? Yes, I am. Thank yes. you all for having me on the show. Of course. Um, <laughs> so I met Marcus almost three years ago. At yes. Yes, at my old job, and I remember Marcus used to give me tips. Tips and tricks. I remember one time we was in the car, Marcus, and you were just, like, telling me about how if I save this much, it'll add up, and I was like, that is a really good idea, and, like, for some reason, I just never did it. Now I do it, but I, back then, I was like, that's dope. I should. Yeah, so, so think about, I mean, I remember that day. Do you so the car? percentage we talked about, you know, imagine if you did that every month, for the past three years since we've known each other, mm. oh. how much money would you have, have right so now, money right? Money. That money would come in handy. Bruh. <laughs> it would have been so but, good. Um, but, I mean, before we get started it's okay. on being... Tw- it's never too late to start, so... Yes, that's so true. Something about, like, last year, I was like, let me get my life together. 
financially. But um, before we start digging into it, I guess we should just, you know, Marcus, like, tell us about yourself and your background and why you think, you know, why, why you're fit to be giving financial advice because... So definitely appreciate being on the show with you two. I actually listened to a few episodes. I love you guys' uh, energy, and just, I actually was laughing so hard just watching a few of your shows. Um, and so a little bit about myself. So I actually am from Chicago, Illinois, uh, the South Side. I uh, lived in New York City for four or five years, and then I moved to Atlanta, where actually I met Krista. Yes. And you know I majored in college uh, in finance and accounting. I have a really big background in that. I did a lot of nonprofit organizations where we actually were geared towards raising money to give um, hip hop shows mm-hmm. and actually, you know, helping people to develop their craft, whether it was DJing, uh, spoken word, poetry, things like that. But I realized that the finance behind it, you know, because you had to pay for everything, mm-hmm. was important. So although I was a good, you know, leader and a good, you know, organizer i realized that there was something that was missing Mm -hmm. and so we make like three thousand dollars from the event and then after we pay everybody we're like wait how much money did we actually raise and there was no one really to account for that Mm -hmm. so um then i actually decided to switch my major to finance and accounting and that helped me kind of be where i am today uh with my own personal finances but then also I work with small, you know, companies, and actually that's what I do with at and I'm a business account manager. We'll actually, mm-hmm. you know, talk a little bit about um, actually financial planning and just kind of pursuing, you know, your your goals for the year. So definitely am excited to be on the show with you two. Good. So, yes, we are excited to have you. <laughs> and you're just, you're so nice. Yeah, I heard you all the time, uh, financially drowning. I was actually I wasn't trying to laugh, but I was laughing. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you're so I'm just... really excited to help you all out with that. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, literally to our listeners, y'all, we just we always try to do twenty something, and you know, what do we feel like a twenty something needs? So, I mean, I feel like twenty somethings need lessons on being financially stable because I, being twenty something, no, being twenty something and financially stable. And how to do that, I feel like it's very different than talking to a 30-something-year-old, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I thought it would be really good to talk to someone who really seems to, like, have their finances together and what you've done. So, I mean, you know, Marcus, I mean, we're young. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I definitely, you know, when you're in your 20s, this is where you can make or break your life. Yes. And you set yourself so up for ways. your 30s and 40s and, and so forth, so... It's your decisions that you make, you know, whether you're going to go to college and if you're going to sign up for that credit card, mm. if you're going to take a bunch of trips every year and, you know, it, we can talk about all of that today mm. and just, you know, just really focus on what's important uh, in planning is, I think, the number one thing, knowing where you want to be and then how you're going to get there. So sometimes it's really difficult because... You may not know exactly what you want, um, and then most importantly, you don't even know how to get there. So you have to communicate with people and kind of put yourself in in uh, similar circles with people who are doing well. Mm-hmm. And so, yes. um, I think the first important thing, you know, when you're talking about you know being 20 and being financially uh, stable, you want to also look at you know where you currently are today, mm-hmm. right? That's the first step. 
And a lot of people don't actually know what's on their credit report. They don't realize that, you know, they have things that maybe they had a cell phone bill when they were 18 or and they never paid it. They switched to another company and that actually is on there, a derogatory mark that mm-hmm. you actually are required to pay. And if you don't, it stays on your credit report for seven years, sometimes 10. Mm-hmm. That, that can be detrimental to you getting a car note with a good interest rate. And I'll also talk about interest and, and the implications it is on everyday money. So the second thing is, I think the simple form of actually being financially stable that mm-hmm. most people don't think is important is knowing where you are fiscally. And what I mean is knowing how much you make in a year mm-hmm. and then how much you spend in the year. Mm-hmm. If you spend more money in the year than you've made that year, that's a, that's a good indicator that you're not on the right track, mm-hmm. right? You want to spend less than you make every year. So that way that little bit left over, you can actually save so- and you can pay your debt. Which is there is credit cards that you and student loans and car notes and rent, mortgage, all of the things you buy. So, so Marcus, is there like, I know, it, of course, it's, it's smart to make sure that you make more than your bills. But is there like a certain percentage or like, um, you know, fraction that you would calculate out and say, if you make, you know, $50,000 in a year, you need to make sure that you're only spending thirty five. Like, is, is there like some type of formula that you use? Yeah, so, you know, everyone lives differently. You know, mm-hmm. some people, you know, like I always think of it in, in these three terms, right? Some mm-hmm. people shop at Old Navy, some people shop at The Gap, and then some people shop at Banana Republic. Mm-hmm. You have to know your lifestyle and what it is that you want mm-hmm. because then that will help you determine the amount of money you need to save mm-hmm. versus what you spend. If you're shopping at Old Navy, then you know their price range, you know the clothes and how much you're going to spend, but don't go spend $4,000 at Old Navy and you only make $3,000 in that mm-hmm. month, right? So the percentage I always go for an easy percentage is you look at how much your income is mm-hmm. and then obviously you have to take out for taxes or whatever, 401k, mm-hmm. but you want to do about 10% okay. to 15% off the top and directly into a savings account that you're not going to touch. Mm-hmm. Then you want to do about 20% going straight to credit cards mm. and then your day-to-day expenses, if you can afford the 20%, that's, that's kind of high uh, depending on, you know, if, you're, if you have car notes and, you know, mm-hmm. rent and mortgage and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's a pretty good, you know, 10 to 15% in your savings is really, really good. Okay. So 30% is what you're saying. 30% of your... Your paycheck needs to be yeah, because you always something. you always want to chip away at debt, and you always want to still put some money to the side mm-hmm. for like a rainy day uh, situation. Yes. You always want to you know have money saved. Okay. Mhm. So how many? Okay. So. Mhm. So you know, making sure that you know you have money put aside is is really important. So I always this is my strategy. I actually started when I uh, turned twenty. I uh, started getting higher uh, tax refunds from college because, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, on my taxes <laughs> because I was in college. Everything. My taxes, oh, yeah. you know, you had that American tax credit or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. So I was getting like three, four thousand dollars every January, February. My people- first year, I got it. 
I spent the whole thing two months later. <laughs> but then I realized that I had so much credit card debt. Mm -hmm. And so what I would do is I would take that amount and pay all of my credit cards off. Mm -hmm. But that then that kind of became a thing where I would have so many credit cards and I would say, I'll just pay them with my taxes. So that wasn't completely smart. What I, what okay. I think is the planning part where I talk about, you know, every month 20% should go to your credit card. So you're paying them consistently mm -hmm. and also 10% you're actually saving so that when you finally do get a tax refund, then you can do more than just pay your credit cards. You can then actually take some more savings, 10% of that, and put into your savings and then 20% of that into credit cards and keep uh, paying your debt until you're debt free. Mm -hmm. mm, that's good. Yeah. That, <laughs> that debt free, that's like. That's goals. I want to be real. debt free so bad. Uh. So, so, so basically, you're saying, I like, when someone. Do you all use Credit Karma? Have you used that app? Yeah, yeah, I use Credit Karma all the time. Yes, Credit Karma has become my best friend. I haven't looked at it, you know, a lot lately because I've been in the 700s for so long now. It's just, I look at it like once oh, every two months. <laughs> but I used to, every night, I was like, <laughs> for years, I was just like stare at it, stare at it, stare at it, and just make sure that everything's updating as it would say it will update. Mm -hmm. You know, when you run your credit someplace, it'll say, hey, this will fall off this month. You know, two years later, and so mm -hmm. when that mark finally comes, I want to see that it fell off, and it did, mm -hmm. and it does. So, just understanding how credit works is really important. Wait, Marcus. So, just to backtrack, so are you saying that if someone gets something like a bonus or like a tax refund or just like you know a special check from mom and dad, like don't just blow it? Is that what you're saying? Like, don't even though you know someone might think it's smart to pay off a full balance, you probably wouldn't recommend that. Is that what you were saying? So, yeah, so you always want to take money and save it to a special account. Okay. So, if you're, like, if you're, so we're talking, you know, a huge lump sum amount, mm -hmm. and you look at your financial status and see, hey, you know what, I actually have, you know, five student loans, and they total $10,000, mm -hmm. and no way I'm going to be able to pay $10,000 in this year. Mm-hmm. But hey, I just got a four thousand dollar check. Maybe mm -hmm. I should take this entire four thousand and pay it to this ten thousand dollar uh, loan. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Right. The reason why is because you also have to take into account that credit cards have a higher interest rate mm -hmm. than student loans. So mm -hmm. you're actually spending more money by having a balance on your credit card than you're spending having a balance on your student loan. Mm -hmm. And there's so many programs like. Um, you know, low low interest, actually no interest while you're in school, or really not low, no, but you don't have to make any payments while you're in school, mm -hmm. and you can just pay on the interest. Mm -hmm. Also, and that's with the student loans, And but credit cards, if you have a balance in your credit card with the interest rate of 20% and the balance is 1000 you're looking at having those interest being added to your account every month so your goal would be probably instead of paying $4,000 to your student loans, you want to pay a hefty amount, at least 20% of this 4000 you got to your, your credit cards mm -hmm. with the highest balance and the highest interest first. Mm -hmm. uh, I've heard that before. Yeah, I have. 
Um, so with um, your credit score, other than paying off like credit cards, do you have any other tips on how to raise your credit score? Yeah, there's a there's a ton of different ways to raise your credit score. Definitely, you want to pay attention to each criteria. So it's you know the major, the big one is your total account uh, availability, meaning all your credit limits added up. Mm-hmm. So the higher your credit limit is available, the better. Mm-hmm. And they have a debt to uh, income, or not debt to income, but they have a ratio with how much you actually charge on your card versus your limit. So you always want to stay less than 30%. I personally like to stay below 9%. And the reason why I say 9, because 9 is considered to be great, and that's a really good rating, and it boosts your uh, credit score really high. Mm-hmm. And 9% is really tough. So if you have a credit card that's nine, uh, that's $1,000, and the 9% ink that I'm speaking of $90. is... You know, it's only 90 bucks, right? You're, you're not spending $90 on the $1,000 credit card. But what you want to do is you want to try to get your your credit uh, limit higher. Mm-hmm. And how you do that is having multiple cards. So one card may be 2000 The other card may be 1500 And you want to have multiple cards. So your total overall balance is 10000 So now 9% of 10000 or let's just say 10% of 10000 is $1,000. So you have about $1,000 you can spend amongst all of your cards. You know, another, keto, oh, you know another way, because I, I had talked to a friend mm-hmm. and he was saying um, that if you just pay your, um, if you try to pay down your balance, eventually the credit card company will notice that and they'll raise your limit. Because I know sometimes, yeah. you know, 20-somethings, we got bad credit markets, so we might not be able to get <laughs> another credit card. And... Mm-hmm. That's a good way to get to get your balance raised, and then I feel like they'll they'll be able to say, "Oh, you know what? She's working on her credit limit. Now I will offer her a credit card." Because there was definitely a time when I could not get a credit card. And now, well, do I you want to know a, a mm-hmm. really secret tip that not a lot of people even know or would even consider? What is it? So, if you have a fr- or not even a friend, let's just say your parents, mm-hmm. and your parents have good credit, mm-hmm. or your older sibling has good credit, or your partner. You know, you're in a relationship, and mm-hmm. they have good credit. Mm-hmm. You can literally become a like a co-owner on that card. They put you as an authorized or You don't even have to give that person. They don't have to give you an actual credit card. Mm-hmm. They just put your name on their account. So all the good balances, their history. So if they had a card for four, five, six years, mm-hmm. all of that good history would automatically go to you. Oh, wow. Now you have... Now you have better, um, you know, limit availability. So let's say, you know, your total availability today is 10000 but I have one card that has a 10000 available balance, and all your six cards are 10000 By just me adding you on my card, now wow. your total balance is 10000 and your your ratio has now lowered, right? So that's wow. another really good way. So once that happens... Then you can go and call and ask, hey, you know, two months later, can I get an increase on one of my cards? The limit. When you get that increase, don't buy anymore, right. but just use that to lower. So your interest, your your limits keep going up, your credit score keeps going up. So that way, when you do finally apply for a card, mm-hmm. you may be able to get a card with zero interest for 24 months. Those are really great cards because those are the ones, 
if you live, you know, paycheck to paycheck and you are using credit cards to buy things, mm-hmm. you want to use those credit cards, not spending more than you should, right? Because we always are trying to spend less than we make. Mm-hmm. And by doing that and always putting 20% towards your cards, as you will see going forward throughout your 20s, you know, next thing you know, two, three years later, all your credit cards are at zero. Mm-hmm. And that two years with no interest, you've actually been able to make more payments because that's less money you had to give towards interest. So that's a strategy, right? It's nothing's going to happen overnight. And, you know, we're in our 20s. We always, you know, we want instant success, instant gratification. But you have to plan for it. You have to take the steps. And you have to, you know, kind of put yourself in a position so that you can, um, you know, pay your cards off in a, in a good amount of time. So high interest rates are really not good. Okay. So what So what do you have to say to someone who's like 20-something and they're like, you know, this all sounds good in gravy, but I do not trust myself with a credit card. Like, because there are mm-hmm. people who they're like, you know, I finally paid that balance off and my credit card is in the trash because I just, <laughs> I just, I will use it. You know, like, what do you have to say to someone like that? So give me, give me an example. So you mean like, you paid your I mean, card Therese off, just saying, and now you're like going to go out maybe, like, to Starbucks. No. Think, like, like Therese gonna... has a card, and she'll be like, I was like, you need to throw that. I said something like, you could just keep it in your wallet. And Therese was like. <laughs> I don't I don't personally trust myself with a credit card because I am I am known for maxing a card out. <laughs> so, it's like, I understand okay. the not canceling a card because, yeah, I don't want to get rid of the, you know, what I have. But I yeah, can't carry a card around with yeah. me. Yeah, like, do you have, like, tips for someone who's, like, I need to train myself to use my card, but something about swiping a card that I don't have to pay for is like, not Until good. the end of the month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of, you'd be surprised, that is the case for a lot of people and a lot mm-hmm. of friends that i talk to. My, you know, even myself sometimes when I go mm-hmm. out, I grab my credit card first because I don't know what's in my bank account. I, I don't, I know I have money there, but I don't know the exact dollar amount and mm-hmm. I'm not prepared to be pulling a calculator in public. So I easily just, it's easier for me to just swipe a credit card. Now I say for those who just do it with impulsively, mm-hmm. leave your credit card at home, put it in a, in a box. Someone either can access it because in emergencies you always want to have you know, a card for, for situations, mm-hmm. but, you know, put it somewhere, you know, safe, secure, somewhere, you know, obviously so no one else can find it, but that's what you do. You don't carry it with you everywhere. But if you're living by the not spending more than you make, that wouldn't be an issue because then you can use your credit cards to pay for everything. So if you know you're getting paid, you know, $600 on Friday mm-hmm. and you know what your rent is, and you mm-hmm. know what this is, so you know, I, I can only spend two hundred dollars this month. Mm-hmm. So use your credit card, That's me. Okay. and then by using the credit card and making the two hundred dollar payment to your credit card mm-hmm. that same month, you're you're you know you're being responsible and you're keeping yourself in check. But if you're not if you're not at that point, then that's what the twenties are about: getting right. yourself prepared to be financially stable. And that way, when you get into your thirties, you're not struggling to. You know, with this, oh, man, I swipe my credit card, everything. I can't have a credit card, you know. You want to prepare yourself for that. Right. So how do you, so, so, so you know, like, I have student loan debt. 
And I feel like quite a few of our listeners probably do. So, like, how do you approach student loan debt? Like, because I'm not even sure if you have student loan debt. Do you, Marcus? Yes. In <laughs> fact, I'll share. Um, when I went to college, I just, man, <laughs> this is, I think, student loan debt in college is like a conversation. You just have a call and invite somebody to talk about that. It's such a big thing. You know, mm-hmm. you always, always... When I started thinking about finances, I think about, man, I wish that my parents would have saved something for me to go to school, even if they had just saved, like, $3,000 so I can buy books. I mean, stuff like that. Is, I mean, I, when, I got, when I got to college my first year, when I was a freshman, mm-hmm. I took a calculus class, I took an English class, and I took some other class. And they were like, yeah, so a part of this, you know, I go to the first class, they're like, a part of this class, you need to have a T I T one eighty three calculator. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, what the heck is that? You know, so I go to the bookstore and he's like, yeah, you can use your financial aid package to buy this calculator. <laughs> I didn't have any money. I was using the meal plan to buy food because I didn't have money for to eat, right? right? I'm in college. I don't have a job. <laughs> so I go and I hand them this paper, and I'm not knowing that everything that I'm buying is being added to my student loans. Oh, yeah. So Mizzou, I bought. Mizzou had that too. Oh, man, I bought everything in that store. I was buying sweaters with the school. <laughs> you know, I was buying stuff for my friends. Pants, for pencils, I was buying everything. So I put so much money on my student loans just in college until I realized what was actually happening. Right, mm-hmm. even, and then another thing too, and I, I, then I'll get to how to pay the student loans off. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for people to realize when you're in college, that money you get back, so you sell it, so your, your student loans, your tuition, books, everything, and then you have a balance left of like $2,000. That $2,000 they give you is actually still tied to that loan. So you just really just took out a $2,000 loan. You should have, you should pay it back. That's just a little advice. So anyway, so I had more than sixty thousand dollars in student loan debt mm. when I graduated. A lot of that was, you know, paying for tuition and things like that. But I also had scholarships. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did pretty well in school. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the way I was spending, I was staying on campus in college. So my tip for paying off student loans is this: so when you get those lump sum money, um, you know, whether it's from a family member whether it's from your taxes. I, I prefer taxes because I've never got a lump sum money from my family, so it's hard for me to imagine getting that. But <laughs> when I get my taxes back, I do the same thing, 10% savings, mm-hmm. just just right off the top. So that's just 4000 10% of that, $400 put away. Easy, right? Mm-hmm. So then you say, okay, 20%, have some credit cards, high balances. I haven't been able to pay... You know, Christmas was right around the corner. Now it's tax season. I need to pay all the stuff I just bought for Christmas or birthdays mm-hmm. or whatever. Then you do the 20%. Now what's mm-hmm. left, I would just put the student loans. And how you, the tip I would say for student loans is this. You always want to be in the know. You always want to know as much information as possible because you can make the best decisions. Mm-hmm. There's subsidized and then there's unsubsidized mm-hmm. student loans. One means... And one just means that while you're in school, there's no interest being added on this loan. And which one is that? So if you sign up at the financial aid for a $2,000 loan, when you graduate, that loan is still $2,000. And which, is that subsidized? The other one. Is that subsidized or is that unsubsidized? 
the first one I just explained was yeah. subsidized. Okay. It's subsidized by the government. Okay. The unsubsidized loan is basically the the day you sign the, the loan, it starts accumulating interest. So you okay. take a $2,000 unsubsidized. By the time you graduate college, that loan could have grown to $3,750. Mm-hmm. So now, instead of you signing up for a $4,000 loan, $2,000, $2,000, now it's $2,000, $3,700. So now you have to pay back $5,750. Mm-hmm. But when you graduate, that's where the interest starts for the subsidized as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're you know, doing a six-month grace period or you know, whatever plan that you're doing where you don't have to make any payments, that interest is now growing on both. So now the interest for the $3,750 mm-hmm. loan is actually growing even more than the one that's at 2000 right? Oh, wow. So this is my plan. My plan is you pay the interest on the unsubsidized to get it, try to get the interest back down as close as you can to the original amount. Okay. So how you do that is you look at your overall total payments. Each semester is a different loan. But they just tally it together and say, hey, you owe 30000 you owe 15000 But look at each line item. And when you make a payment, make a payment more to the – sometimes they do it automatically for you, but you want to make sure that you know, hey, I'm going to put more to the higher amount to bring it down. Why? Because higher amounts with the interest, you're going to have more interest. So the $2,000 loan probably only has like $6 interest. Mm-hmm. But that $3,000 loan is going to have like a $9, $10 interest. Mm-hmm. So may not seem like a lot, year. but $10 every month versus $5, $6 every month, you can see the $10 is higher. So you bring that down, you save money over time, right? Okay, so pay off your higher interest loans first. A financial advisor told yeah. me that too. And then sometimes, sometimes you get lucky. You know, actually, I looked at it. I actually had a loan that only had 3% interest on a student loan. And then I had another loan that was 6.7% interest. I was like, oh, heck, I'm paying the 6.7 first. Even though it was only a $2,000 loan and then Mm -hmm. the 3% interest was a $6,000 loan, instead of paying the $6,000 because it's a higher balance Mm -hmm. and it had a a low interest rate, I still paid it, you know, but I focused on that smaller one, that $2,000 with the 6% interest. Mm -hmm. I tackled that and just brought it to zero. I didn't want it on my report. I didn't want to have to uh, focus on it. When I got that $4,000 and I did my 10% savings, 20% credit card, mm-hmm. the remaining balance went to that $2,000 card because it had such a high interest. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Mm-hmm. That does make sense. Well, Marcus, um, we have one more question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... You know, so this is all good and gravy. You know, everybody wants, you know, being 20-something financially stable. But at the same time, Marcus, a lot of us, you know, we may have, we may not have kids. For the first time, we actually making a check that's more than $8 an hour, you know. So it's like, when is it okay to just, like, you know, enjoy yourself? Like, take a vacation, you know, buy something that you wouldn't usually buy. Like, you know, when, when, is there situations when you would say that it's appropriate for someone to do that? Like, and then when is the situation think, when you would say that it's not appropriate? I think, yeah, I think, you know, it's always appropriate to take care of yourself and mm-hmm. to have fun. Yes. Uh, but it's never appropriate to do more than you can afford. Remember, you always want to spend less. That's that's the motto, I think. It's just what I live by. Spend less than you make. 
So even if you are making like $25 an hour, you're like, yeah, I finally made it. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing a lot of money. Still, don't spend more than you make. You know, so you're saying that, that's the that's the key. So let me give you an example, Marcus. So if I'm planning to take a trip, right, and it's like mm -hmm. each paycheck, I'm gonna use every bit of my paycheck to pay for this. But I know I can get that trip paid off. Would you tell me not to take it because I'm gonna have to be not having enough money up until the trip, or would you say, you know, take it like that? Are you are you paying your credit cards and stuff as well? As you're saving for this trip. Okay. So that's what In you're saying. You're, you're saying if we're doing that 30%, then it's okay. Like if. Yeah, of course. You okay. always want to save. Okay. For, and not, and not, when I say save that 10%, not take the 10% and spend towards a trip. That okay. saving should be if Separate. something emergency happened that mm -hmm. you don't have enough credit cards to mm -hmm. pay. Because you don't want to use, if let's say you get a, uh, your your transmission goes out in your car, mm -hmm. you don't want to charge $1,000 to your credit card mm -hmm. because you have to pay interest on the $1,000. Mm -hmm. You want to be like, okay, you know what, I'll do half and half. Half of my savings and half of a credit card. Mm -hmm. And then focus on paying the credit card off. So if you're able to still save 10%, pay 20% to your credit card, and still save some money for this trip, yes, of course, have fun. Okay. You know, I'll tell you, I went to Mexico with my girlfriend. We went for her <laughs> birthday in January. Ooh la la. Just two weeks ago, we went to London. I saw that. For my birthday. <laughs> and Paris. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and I'm not balling out of control, but I, you know, I live by these certain rules, and, and I'll tell you, I have credit card debt. I still have student loans. I have mm -hmm. a car note. But, you know, even with my car, I actually pay, like, one and a half more than I'm supposed to. So my, pay, my car note, I think, is 350 I give them close to, like, 475 every month mm -hmm. for my car note. Okay. So that's just something that I do for myself just so that I could, you know, lower my payments going forward because it actually lowers your balance faster. And then also your next payment is shorter. So I'll give them 475 this month. Next month, I give them 200 It still adds up to be my total three whatever. Mm -hmm. But take the trip, enjoy yourself, have fun, bring you an accountability partner, someone who's going to be, you know, not saying, hey, let's go to the most expensive club here in this city or this country, you know. Mm -hmm. You want to bring someone who understands your goals, who, you know, and even, even doing frugal things. I mean, I love to be on the beach, so we went to Mexico we just like laid on the beach and just had fun. We drank, you know, pina coladas out of pineapples. I mean, it was just beautiful. But not every single moment was I swiping money or exchanging to pesos or just buying stuff. You mm -hmm. know, just knowing, hey, I'm not going to spend more than I make. Right. And that's like, I think one thing one I want to mention is also, you know, having a financial vision of like where you want to be. So you mentioned like, you know, the person's in their 20s and they don't have children yet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people ask me, you know, I wonder how many kids I should have, you know, and then they start to, you know, let their financial, you know, considerations, they, they let that dictate how many children they, they want to have. They say things like, oh, man, I don't think I can afford to pay for mm -hmm. two or three kids to go to college because mm -hmm. college is expensive. Mm -hmm. And then they say, I only want to have one kid. And that's not really, you know, fair. You know, you always want to do it the other way. You actually want to say, you know what, 
if I want to have three or four children, then I need to plan for it. Mm-hmm. So that 10% that you're putting away now in your 20s when you don't really have too much responsibility, right. you might want to up that to 15. Mm-hmm. And you might want to spend less. Mm-hmm. And when you do choose your vacation, you might not want to go to, you know, Putacana or whatever. You might want to choose somewhere local. You might want to maybe invite some friends to where you are or meet someone. I mean, Atlanta was a beautiful place. I mean, I would love to go back there. Mm-hmm. You know, do something that you think would lessen the amount of money you're spending so that way you can actually save a little bit of money, too. So you can say, you know what, I do want to have three, four kids. And I want to be the, the parent that has some money put away. At least I can pay for their books every year. So mm-hmm. they don't have to charge it to their student loan. Mm-hmm. At least I can buy them a calculator. That's only 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. But imagine 6%. And I, you know, I went to college. I started college in 2006. Mm-hmm. I was 18. I'm still not done paying that student loan. So it's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. 6% every month for 10 years. Mm-hmm. On a hundred dollar calculator, I don't even want to think about how much money that I spent <laughs> on that calculator. <laughs> and someone stole it too, actually. So I'm paying for something that I don't even have. <laughs> I can't even give it to somebody. I can't sell it on Craigslist. So you know things like that. You know you want to. Or at least I always encourage people to. Mm-hmm. If you want something, you always want to plan for it. You want to think about it, and you know put yourself in a position to to go after it and. Don't let your current situation dictate your future choices. Let your future choices dictate your current situation. Yes. And so think Ooh, about what exactly you want going forward and make the decisions now. Okay. That was perfect, Marcus. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like we would love to talk to you forever, but we do got to record the rest of the show. But, um... Yeah. I mean, that was really good. Like, that was a really good information. Um... I mean, I took some notes, and I can definitely repeat them real quick for anyone, you know, listening. Um, Marcus said to make sure um, that you put aside 20% for credit cards or something that's growing interest, and then 10% just for your savings of any paycheck that you get. He mentioned, you know, making sure you set up a 401k, um, focused on paying off your unsubsidized loans, because unsubsidized loans grow at a higher, grow or have grown interest since they began. I know you also said, like, enjoy yourself, live your life, have a great 20s, you know. But at the same time, you know, if you can't put aside that 10% for savings and if you can't put aside that 20% for things that are growing interest, then, you know, at that time, you do not need to be doing what you're doing. So, I mean, that was just a good, you know, I tried to roll it up. And then that that little thing that you said about credit was dope. Like, what was that again? It was like, if you add, add yourself to somebody else's card as an authorized user. Okay. You get yep. those those years the car has been open. That's amazing. It is. I've never heard that I, before. I saw that online and I did that with one of my mom's cards. What did you say, Marcus? I said a lot of people don't even know that they, they can do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's dope. And then, you know, when you you can share your credit amongst your, your spouse. So, mm-hmm. I mean, once you get to that, I mean, a lot of us are in it, you know, if we're talking to the younger 20s, they're not at that point where right. you have really good credit. It's going to come, right? But if you're, you know, in the age I am, I, like I said, I just turned 29. Mm-hmm. So I'm really at the point where me and my girlfriend, we're, you know, preparing ourselves for our long future ahead. And so we actually opened a credit card together. And when I noticed that it showed on her credit card and my credit card, I did a little research. I was like, how are we able to share this 
And then uh, they said, hey, if you actually add this person to your other card, then all of my credit history would now go to theirs and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something you want to discuss if it's something that you can actually work with. Your right. parents are your number one source, mm -hmm. you know, if, if, you, if they have good credit as well. Um, but, yeah, it, it takes a village and a community to just kind of really grow together. But your credit, don't let credit, your score, you know, be like, like I said, I, I used to stare at this thing, credit karma, every single night. But now I don't really look at it because that's not the most important. I think the most important is not spending more than you make. Right. Mm -hmm. That's number one. You that's only good. need credit when you're actually applying for something mm -hmm. and you want to get a good rate. Well, thank you, Marcus. Yes, thank you. No problem. So thank you all for inviting me to your show. I know I barely made it. I made the joke earlier. <laughs> so I'm almost 30, so oh I'm glad to be able to still speak to the group, you know, the twin Marcus, group. It's not that literal. <laughs> it's all about helping people in their 20s. So you could be 45. If you have some advice, we want to hear it. What? Yeah, I was saying, I, I, like, yeah, he's not I really, literally I really at, at 29. If I could never come on a show again and talk about anything else, but you know, you know, please, I do. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Jay Z, and I know his album just dropped. I don't have title, but I heard the OJ Simpson song, and that song is hot. If you haven't heard it, yes. definitely check it I out. I haven't heard it, but I know I heard he was like speaking words. I heard I, to people. I know y'all was talking about Jay Z. I mean, uh, not Jay Z, Beyonce on y'all last uh, one of your podcasts. So I was just thinking to mention about Jay Z. So <laughs> bring me on the show. Oh, I can break down the lyrics for y'all when I finally hear the album. <laughs> okay. Well, y'all. Um, I mean, Marcus. I'm reinviting myself to, to the show. <laughs> If anybody ever wanted to, like, reach out to you for financial advice, would you want them to... Do you have an email or something, or do you... No, so, actually, I would I would say, you know, find me on Facebook, or, you know, even you can you can have them just reach out to you directly, and then, you know, you can give them my number or whatever. Whatever works. Well, I don't have your, any... Well, give them your like Facebook. A, I don't have, you know, like yeah. a YouTube channel or anything like that. Okay, well, give them your Facebook. So. I don't know if you want your number out there like that. But yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, well, definitely, um, if you guys are interested in talking to Marcus more, like, let us know. DM us. Yeah. Send us an email. But, um, thank you, Marcus, so much. No problem. No problem at all. I'm really glad that I was able to be a part of the show. Thank you both. Of course. For you, the listeners of 20-something and Living, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend the book Girl on a Train. I'm listening to it right now. It's really suspenseful. Definitely a must listen. But with over 180,000 titles, you'll definitely find a book you'll love. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. That's audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. All right, we're back. Yes, we're back. That was some really good financial advice. Yes, Got yeah, I love Marcus. He's just so nice and just so sweet. And he has such good stuff to say, so. Yes, we really did we appreciate that. it would be that. good to bring him on. Yes. Yes. So but we we're going to try and cut down the episode, obviously, because we don't, y'all need a two hour and 45 minute episode. So. <laughs> I'm sure you do want that, though, but we're, we're not going to hit you with that. <laughs> but. 
I guess we're going to get into entertainment, right? Oh, All right, yeah. The lineup, we do entertainment, um, we do hot topics, and then we have an article, but I believe I'm going to skip the article this week. I have some news, of course, that we can discuss quickly, but, you know, for time. And then lastly, Gaspiration. So. All right. So if we're going to get into the entertainment, I guess we can start off by talking about the album drop. The Jay-Z album. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to it? No. I mean, it dropped like yesterday. Well, I listened to it. You listened to the whole, Oh, you got title? Sprint. Sprint did? Oh, he do got some type of deal with Sprint. Yeah, and it was like, um, I could get a six-month free trial uh, title, which will be my third free trial. But I listened to it yesterday. Mm-mm. And because, you know, the hype was just so real on Instagram. Yeah, because I saw it at work. I was like, did... Is something going on? Like, right? Did Jay Z do something? Because I just kept seeing Jay Z in like four four, and I was yeah, like, that's the name of the album, and you know, a song on the album. But it was like, you know, it was, it was good. But I've never been a big Jay Z fan like that. I'm just, I really like Jay Z. Just not. I'm not obsessed with him, but I really like him. I think he's good. I, yeah, he's good. But you listen to the whole album, or you listen to that one song? No, I listen to all of the whole song. It's not a long album. It's like ten songs. And, you know, yeah, I just listened to it. But, you know, my favorite song is probably the, you know, probably the most popular one, which is the story of OJ. That's the one that he has to, um... So the album is called 444. Right. Okay. 444, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, story of OJ is my favorite. He, he's in there, like, trying to give some legitimate financial advice, low-key, to everybody. He's I like, saw that. I didn't, I didn't, I haven't heard the song, but I saw everybody was like, bruh. Jay-Z doing this and this and this. And people were like, if Jay-Z is the one who got to get y'all to understand that you need good credit and all these beat names and whatnot. And I was like, okay. But you know, my favorite lyric from that song, he was like, but I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of advice for $9.99. And I was like, you know, Mm. if some people really listen to his advice. That's good. Yes. Jay-Z been busy though. Like, not that he just has some twins and he like, let me go ahead and cut me an album as well. You know, that's, he talks about the, you know, he talks about the cheating and. He does? Yes, he pretty much was just like, yeah, I did. So this is Lemonade, like Lemonade, the follow-up? But for real, pretty much. And he's <laughs> like, um, you know, it took me, it, it took having Blue for me to see, you know, certain things in Beyonce or see that this is worth it. That's why people were like, that's why she was pregnant singing, I finally put my love on top. Because, you know, finally, once I he was said, pregnant. He seeing Blue, you think? I don't know. Mm. I'm just saying this. That's what people say. I feel like he was still cheating when she was singing that song. She was a little oblivious during that album. Not oblivious. Because that album was about like being in love and being extra happy. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's my favorite album. Mm, but that's good. Yeah. I mean, was. they seem like, I mean, for me, I just, it's so hard for me to believe that Hollywood couples are like legitimately monogamous. Yeah. I don't really believe that any of them are. So, like, that's what's up if they are. If they're like, you know, we really struggle with that cheating and we work through it and now we're not like, that's that's amazing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I hope that they, you know, were able to work work through it 100%, but, yeah. you know, you never know. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I thought the album was good. I don't know if I would listen to it all the way again. I'm going to listen to it again. I mean, not again, I'm going to listen to it. Are you going to listen to it? Yeah. When it's, on, it's, it's not on Apple Music, right? It's only on Tidal? Right. Yeah. I don't know if it'll always only be on Tidal. I'm he sure talks about yeah, the, the Solange. Yeah, I think I saw memes about that. Yeah. What did he say? I mean, it was something about, you know, you could have just told Solange you was wrong. And I don't know if he, I couldn't get if he was talking to himself in that song or Beyonce. Or Beyonce. It was like, you know, we could have ended this whole elevator thing. If I could have just said that I was wrong to Solange, you would have been 
trying to beat me down in the elevator. Or if he was trying to say Beyonce, you could have just called your sister off. I think he was saying it to Solange. Based on what you saying, that sounds mm-hmm. like he talking to Solange. You can't call your sister off. My sister can do what she wants. But I don't, I don't get how he could be. I didn't even think about him talking to Solange. If my sister was beating down my husband, I can't, I can't, I can try and be like, get away from him. But I can't, I can't stop her. Like, yeah. Yeah. See, it says you egged Solange on knowing all along that all you had to do was say you was wrong. So to me, I think that's not what you himself. said though. Okay. Well, that's why I just pulled it up to tell you what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's different. You egged Solange on knowing all along you had to say you was wrong. I feel like he's saying that to himself. That's why I said I didn't know. Mm, okay. Okay. He said you asked Solange on. That means he seems like he talk- he's not talking to me. Um, yeah. Uh, he also talks about Kanye West a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's this, this meme going around that he says that his wife is a queen and not a Kardashian. Mm-hmm. But I keep seeing that that is not real. It's like somebody just made that up. And people are really just putting that everywhere. Like, yeah, he really said too. that. Yeah, I saw it too. And I don't feel like he would do that. I don't know, Jay-Z. I can't say if he would do it or not. I mean, he might, but I, I just... Who does that? I feel like he could make a shot at Kim and not intend to hurt Kanye. How you talking about somebody else's wife and you not intending to hurt it's Kim? Kim. It's like everybody talks about Kim. So it's, I think it'd be different if it was somebody who's a little quiet. So if the whole world talking about your husband, I, I should feel free? <laughs> not, yeah. No, we're not friends anymore, right? I don't know if they're not friends anymore. I feel like they're not close anymore. So I it's like, like to me, I can see him, people reference the Kardashians all the time. So it's like, yeah, if you, if your family was, if your husband was just known for like, <laughs> just known for mess. You know what? <laughs> if he was just known for mess and like, he has all these like, so much controversy around his name. I feel like, yeah, my, I might mention, what? no, it'd be like, I might mention his name and mm-hmm. not mean no intention to you. To me, yeah. I'm just referencing something. You could have picked a different reference. No, he could have, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know if he necessarily was, if he did, if he, it's not like he didn't say it, but if he did say it, I don't think he was, like, taking a shot at Kanye. You know, he might not, that might not have been his intention, but yeah. that's how I would have read. I'd be like, oh. Kanye could have taken offense and to it. And I feel it. like Kanye definitely probably took offense to it if I, it would have been real. I feel like I can understand someone, I can definitely understand Kanye taking offense to it, but I also can understand Jay Z not meaning no intention to offend. He's like Kanye. I just want to talk about your everybody talk about your wife and her family. That's not what he was saying. Well, he would be like, literally, well, Kardashian is one of those names. It's like back in early two thousands, everybody would reference Paris Hilton. It's like that's just one of those names. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to like talk about your you and your wife in particular. I was just talking about you know what y'all are. Not you and your wife in particular, but what you guys are about. Right. That's what I'm talking about. That, I feel like that I sounds can, nice. But I can, I can truly understand if Kanye's like, I'm not talking to him for, for a year. Because that was really, that was really rude. And I was like, I, I, I feel you. Yeah. I can definitely see where Kanye was coming from. If Kanye's even mad. Right. We, we don't know. Like, I just say you can see where he's coming from. Like, like he, he made a whole announcement out here. Right. But you know what else came out was what they think that Beyonce's, what the baby's names are. Did Is you it see a boy that? and a girl? They're just, I guess they're going with that. Mm-hmm. They said that she, it looks like she trademarked some names. Mm. And so they think that these are the names, but there's no like real. So what are they? Um, Sir and Rumi. Like S-I-R and R-U-M-I. See, I can work with Rumi. I'm not a That's big what fan. I said. I'm not a big fan of Sir. I'm like, Sir? <laughs> Sir Carter. Is that really what we're going with? I don't know. Sir Carter, Carter don't sound too bad though. That sounds like a title. Yes, Sir Carter. Yeah. But that's your, your, your name. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby Carter. That just sounds like some. Yeah, sounds, sounds like, like, like somebody of, probably already has that name. It's not like one of them weird names that people just pick, but it's not bad. Right. Yeah, Ruby, you could go with your sister's name is Blue. We could all we could deal with. But it. I might like both of them names better than Blue Ivy. 
I don't like Blue Ivy. Either Blue or Ivy, but not both. I like, if her name was just Blue, I think. Oh, yeah. Ivy could be her middle name. They could have just Well, then that's it. fine, but I don't like Blue Ivy as a name at all. I'd rather it be Sir. Yeah, I feel like they don't call it that, though. I feel like it's like the formal name of your name being like Jonathan, but we're going to call you John. John. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully those, you know, Sir's not the name because I'd rather it not be. I mean, I don't think it's crazy. I feel like I don't, Blue Ivy is worse. I think I we're just used to really, Blue Ivy. That might be it. But Beyonce's name is weird too. So I mean, yeah. it's, we're just used to it. Because I feel like if I would have been going to going to school with some girl named Beyonce, I would be like, hmm. Because that's really different. It's Beyonce. Not even... And it's got a little accent up on top of it. <laughs> like your mom really was doing the most, wasn't she? I would just be wondering, like, how did she come up with that name? Really? Like, because it's not even like, you know, some names are weird. It don't weird, even sound like... like nothing that I would think a name would be. Yeah, I could see Beyonce. Beyonce sounds like that probably is someone's name. Like a black person's name. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce doesn't necessarily sound like a black girl's name to me. It just sounds yeah. like a weird That's why I said Beyonce part to me. I could see somebody that being somebody's name. But do you really see it or is it just because Beyonce is like kinda like her urban? No, it's like I could see it. It's not a name that I would ever I think of, but I could see it. I could see a little white girl name being named Beyonce. Really? I can't see that. <laughs> I can't say that I see that. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just the say that makes me more yeah. like, huh? Hmm. Okay. But I feel like Beyonce's a weird name. Beyonce's name is the weirdest out of all of them, honestly. Mm. Jay Z. What's his real name? Sean. Why do I want to say Timothy? Sean Carter. It might be Sean. I also want to say it's Timothy. It's not Timothy. I can tell you that right now. Why? Because it's not right. I've, I've looked his name up before. Timothy Carter. Who is that? Because that's somebody famous. What, she just made that up? That's, That's a real names? name. Sean Corey Carter. Look up Timothy Carter. Who was that? <laughs> just Google any name combination. Timothy Carter is somebody famous. Yeah, okay. Timothy Carter. Yeah, I thought it was weird that um Tim Carter is a football player. Okay. I've heard that name before. He looked like a coach. A former football player. I guess you've heard, heard that before. name before. Anybody. That could have just been a, name, a guy from uh, the Giants name. Timothy Carter. I, I've definitely heard that name. That's somebody famous. Mm. So... Sure. Sure it is. It is. Next. <laughs> uh, I don't know what all the attitude is about. Um, the, the other thing. Here. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. The other thing is the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though I was like watching the BET Awards, mm-hmm. I don't really, I didn't really think that much stuff happened like while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that Migos fight, it's just been on. Migos fight? Fight. Was he was fighting, uh... Uh, Joe Budden. Oh. I'm late. I'm thinking he was fighting, um, Nicki Minaj's boyfriend. Meek Mill. Um. That was before? I think so. Okay. I, I mean, I know that, uh, Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill have been going back and forth on Instagram, but... Really? It's just like, you know, they ain't talking about nothing, just... Just going in. Just, just going back and forth. I kind of want to read that. Mm, That sounds good. But they, um, it was like the Meek Mill thing, and not Meek Mill, the uh, Migos thing started because they were like having like just like an interview or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Budden was sitting there. I think he's supposed to be a commentator, or what, you know, sitting on the sidelines asking questions. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't really understand why he got up in the middle of the interview. He was just like he got up. <laughs> but one of the guys from Migos, they were asking him why he was left off of Bad and Bougie, like the, you know. And I didn't know he was left off of Bad and Bougie. But the way that they were asking, they asked him, they were like, um, 
could you tell us, you know, why you were left on bad and bougie? Whatever. I don't know mm-hmm. the exact question, but he was like, you know, I, he sounded like he was getting offended because he was like, did it look like I was left on bad and bougie? And he said it so fast that the brother kept going like, what did you say? <laughs> I'm sorry, can you say that again? And he did it like a couple times. I would be, mm-hmm. I would be annoyed. But I looked, I tried to watch the video bad and bougie. It's like, if they really left off, they're like a three-person group. And mm-hmm. they're just like, we're not going to, I don't know if it's Offset or whatever his name is. I don't know their names like that, but one of them, I would be, I would be irritated if the rest of the group is doing something without me. Of course. And that's a really popular song. Yeah. That might be their most popular song. Probably. I don't, I don't know what else they do. I don't either. They've been on, um, they were in Atlanta, a TV show together. Yeah, but I think Bad and Bougie is their jam. Yeah. And I feel like they had to have had another song that was popular. Yeah. They, they have other songs. They just, to me, they're just such a hood rat group. Like, it's like. They're just they're just hood rat. Like some it's like some groups I just don't take the time to get to know their names. Because mm-hmm. it's like Cause their names are weird too. Like I know that one of them is like offset. See, and that's I'm just too like much. I'm getting too old for that. I remember Migos and that's it. I ain't even those three of them. When you was talking, I forgot it was only it was, I, for a second I thought it was one. Because you said he fought Migos. And I was like, oh mm-hmm. and then I realized Migos. That makes me think about Travis Porter. That could have been one guy. I never thought that about them. Tra- Always Travis Porter that- sounds like one dude's name. <laughs> Travis Porter. <laughs> First and last name out here, but not y'all want to be a group full of three people. <laughs> you really playing. That's the Migos sounds like it could be group though. Yeah. Travis Porter, I can see why someone could get that, but I, I think I just liked them. So I knew about them. Oh yeah, because yeah. Migos sound like that could just be a group. That could be a yeah. group of four, you know, five people. I yeah. wouldn't know. So 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 the person never confirmed that he wasn't in bad and bougie? I mean, there's like a, if you watch the video, mm-hmm. it's like he's in the background or something. It's like. They didn't, so he didn't have a verse. I mean, groups do that. Like where it's like, we don't, one of them might not have a verse this song. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he was left off bad and bougie, but it was just funny how they were really, they were asking him and he, he was, he was so offended. I'm like, if you were left off, you know, you could just tell us why. Or you could be like, I don't want to answer that question or something. But. Black people with too much anger. That's not good. But at the end of that Joe Button get up, he just throw the mic down and start Why? walking away. I don't. It seemed like there was some, you know, some type of there was something else that they something, didn't show. Right. It was something going on that I didn't get. Okay. And so it was like, you know, amigos stood up, started rolling up their cuffs like they was ready. <laughs> and Joe Button, who was old, first of all, I barely know what he was. Needs like. to, you know, he was from Love and Hip Hop, uh, New York. I never watched New York. Oh, uh-huh. he he. I don't even know. I know that he had a song or something, but I don't know what he's famous for because I don't. He's a rapper. For the longest time, I thought Joe Budden was Joe Biden. And okay. I mean that with everything what? in me. So these videos of uh, little kids videotaping Joe Budden just driving behind him. And he gets I didn't know nothing about them. Joe oh. Budden is not popular. He's, but he's, he's one not, of the low-key black celebrities that only we know about. Like He's not popular, but he come up sometimes. I thought Joe Biden was the same person. Okay, so Joe Budden is the, the vice president out here. <laughs> I thought people were saying his name weird. But oh. then I realized, like, okay, so Joe Budden must be somebody. And I was yeah. like, I don't know what he does. Do we got a song or something? Cause, but he on the seat, he's on that show. That makes sense. That's like yeah. Cardi B. Yeah, I like her. She's she's so funny. I don't know nothing about her, but I she know was on that Love name. And now she's a rapper, apparently. Right? Yeah. I, I feel like she's actually kind of like Kim Michelle. She got a little career going. From what yeah. I she, hear yeah, she about is, her. She, that's good. It's like she took that, because she started off on, like, Instagram or something, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like she took that, went to Love Hip Hop. How you go? How you go from Instagram to loving hip hop? Maybe she knew somebody. Probably messing with somebody in the industry or something. Yeah, I can't remember who she was when she was on the show. Mm. But it was like you took that and you just ran with it mm-hmm. and made money. And now we see you out here. I 
Yeah, she still needs to remember to try and make some money because that money could go real quick. I mean, yeah, she needs to save some money. Get you a weave shop pocket. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> Sell some clothes like every other day. Right. But Love you know, podcast member. Um, you know, Chance the Rapper got that award. Yes, I saw that. But I feel like the videos passing around, they're not talking about, because well, you watched it, right? When mm-hmm. he was like, okay, black people. Like, yeah. I feel like the videos He's like, gas saying, me up. Gas me right. up. Right. Oh, it was so cute. He is so cute. But they didn't show that. Really? Real. I saw that. Oh, when I was seeing the videos getting passed around on Facebook, they were leaving that out. Oh, I saw him on Instagram. And it was like, he was like, oh, I love black people. He was saying, you know, gas me up. And I he thought was, it was cute. He thought, he, I like that, because you said that, that it seemed a little... He said that it seemed a little early. Yeah, I think yeah. So too. And so he he acknowledges that. He's like, yeah, it seems like it's a little early for this, but you know what? My God, don't make mistakes. Yes. I feel so. like, I mean, if you want to get extra deep with it, I really feel like BET was like, Chance the Rapper is really coming up. So it would be really good for us, publicity-wise, for us to give Chance Rapper an award. Mm. Not to say that he hasn't been doing really right. good things. Right. Not to say he don't been. deserve something. He don't, yeah, he deserves some type of acknowledgement, without a doubt. But uh, but I feel like they be giving those awards to people who, be, who seem like they do... They've been doing a lot for a long it's time. It's like when they gave that award to Jesse Williams, like I didn't even know he was doing anything. I didn't and apparently he was I didn't even know who he was. So he hit me with that speech. She's on Grey's Anatomy. Right. He's been on there for years. Just that seemed like it was the only thing he must do because I never heard. Yeah, he don't do that. <laughs> but now, now he's, you know, be. Oh, yeah, that BET stuff. helped him out. I feel. But I feel I like, know. I mean, I think Chance the Rapper, I'm not mad he got it, but I kind of, I thought it was, I thought it was early. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but yeah, that's true. God don't make mistakes. Take that award. Yeah. That's what's up. People love him, so. He's he's really making me like him. I like him too. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's all I really have about the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. But you know what else I saw today? What, Kristen? What's the issue? <laughs> I said what, Therese? See, I don't, what do you want me to do? I don't know why you want the people to know that you got all this attitude right now. I do not. I really don't have any attitude. I said my what, bun, Therese? My buns are tad bit tight. Well, you might need to loosen it. <laughs> What I was going to say is, I saw Steph Curry. Did you see Steph Curry's deal he got? No, what did he do? He got just signed a four-year deal uh, for $201 million. With who? The biggest, Golden State. Oh, With okay. the, the biggest deal in NBA history, wow. making money. Wow. Is he that good? Krista, is he? Those two rings, he got to say he that good. But that's because you got on a powerhouse team. It's like, but he low key. I mean, makes I love Steph Curry. Curry. Don't get me wrong. I want them, him and Aisha and the kids to be it's well like, kept. Right, but I, this money gonna keep him well. I Aisha out here bringing it in too. People act like LeBron is the best player in the league. Well, this deal say. I feel like LeBron gonna get a better deal when he. I mean, when he re- does his deal, obviously, if y'all want to keep me, that'll be dirt. Nah, it won't be dirt. <laughs> It'll be like if y'all want to keep me over here, you better up my deal. I better be beating Steph Curry. So what? So Cleveland can be t- like broke down. We ain't got no money like California do. Well, let me go to the Lakers. Then. Even though I feel like what you Oakland, want me to do? Oakland's a poor city too. Yeah, well, they found the money for. Even not like when I call cities poor. Because <laughs> leave cities alone. St. They Louis they know that they. Sh- Cleveland is more poor than St. Louis, but St. Louis is a poor city. No, as well. Oakland, I heard is too. Mm. It's okay. Places can be poor, Kristen. Just let them. It ain't win. like I'm saying they they busted up. I said they're poor. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Yeah, it's not. But you know, Steph Curry, his, his he signed his first, you know, his other deal with the Golden with Golden State. He signed it, for, you know, four years ago. Okay. Um, and it was for forty four million dollars. So you, you know how much more money he's, he's making? gotten a lot better. He's, yeah, I but mean, yeah, I don't know him. He but... had an ankle injury when he first signed that that one. So that you know, they're probably like, we don't even know if he's gonna be able to play for real. So we ain't gonna give you money, money. I feel like he he must have got better because didn't you say he'd been playing in the league since like oh nine? And I don't remember his name like that. Yeah, I feel like he was just like a. Ago. 
Yeah. I feel like he definitely got better. Those three-pointers were, Bruh, were bringing him in. That's what killed the, um, the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. They over here shooting every three. Ow. And it's like, dang. He leads the league with three-pointers. That's what he does. He, if you need a three-point shot made... You you give the ball. I don't know step. why when I was watching him, I wasn't thinking that he was the most amazing player ever. I mean, don't I love him. when you're watching a, a team full of super players. It's like it's like I wasn't getting that he is it. Like when I was watching him, mm-hmm. so well, I, I feel thinking, like last year, even though he lost, he was I thought, better. I was watching it last year. Like he is. That's because he has to try. He had to work. You got Kevin Durant yeah. seven well, foot tall, just blocking everybody. Well, he knew and he didn't have to shot. work that hard this year, and they still won. Mm-hmm. But last year he was. I know Aisha is so happy. She like thank you Jesus. Why? Cause she like brother, my man. It just he just rolled in the dough. I would be so happy. Two hundred, two hundred and one million, or is that per? Is that per year? I don't think so. Oh, but I don't know. <laughs> I was like, bro, I would be in heaven. It's like I don't know. But she giving out them little boxes now. She, I mean, she, making, she got her. She, making she got her coin. cooking show. Yeah, but she making coins. I know. I was like, you like know, <laughs> that's something I say. Like um, a you know, a person with a lot of money has a wife who works at a shop or something. She making ends meet. It's like it's not ends meet, but it's like you you bring home you other bring money. Home she's bringing home money, but it's like he's she's it's bringing not, home no. He's bringing home the bacon, the eggs, and the whole plate, and she's bringing home half a cup of orange juice, like. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> she not out here um, making light of her her whole career. No, I mean she better do her thing. I but for real though, I, feel I like really she support her. Sit at the house and and just be a basketball wife and get her life together. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be just like her. I, but would. I would know that I'm not really contributing to the household. Mm-hmm. Money is the money is the daddy. <laughs> like that's funny. Like, she's bringing home coins. Yeah, she is. So you make me feel like I don't like me one because I'm over here like, does Steph deserve that? But I love Steph Curry. He does deserve. I love. I love him and I love Aisha. I love them as a, I love them in general. I think I like them better as people than I do as an athlete. I don't, mm. think, I don't really know nothing about Steph Curry as an athlete. Yeah, I like Aisha as a person. I like them both as persons. I don't, you know, what what I know of Steph was nothing for real. I mean, he seems like a really so great athlete, guy. He's I can, so cute. Yeah, uh, and he's a great guy. <laughs> I'll agree with that part. And he seems like, like a you really... never used to say this boy was fine. Man, but it's just fine. like, it's just, it's going away. No, it's not. Yes. He ain't doing nothing to get That's better. not what I'm saying. Did you see that I picture for that me. posted him on the beach? Yeah, but that was yeah. a good picture. I was like, girl, whoo. And she was like, oh my. No, I was like, yes. Aren't you lucky? I know. I was like, you real lucky, girl. Um, That's another couple where I hope is faithful. I don't know if I believe it. I hope so, too. I hope so. But, um... I was gonna I was gonna talk about something else, but I'm just gonna move on. What is it? Um, those Kylie and Kendall T-shirts. Like you said, I was gonna talk about it, but I'm gonna move on. But it's the Kylie shirts. You asked me what it was. I thought you were gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna talk about it. I didn't know nothing about no T-shirts. So. Okay. Are they popular or something? Oh, so you want me to talk about it? I mean, are they popular? They 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 put out some T-shirts with their faces on them, with oh. pictures of uh, Biggie and Tupac underneath them. People were upset. What? It was like a picture of uh, Biggie. Right. And then Kylie put a picture of herself, like, I don't know what she was doing, like, coming out of a pool or doing something. Just like... Oh, it's like Tupac's body and then her face is on it? Right. Oh. Well, yeah, that's kind of weird. And people were like, oh, you had, you know, you ain't get nobody's permission to use these people's likeness, so you gotta... They didn't? I feel like they probably did. Uh, I don't know. Like, I legally. mean, uh, Kelly Osbourne and Sarah like Osbourne, her. they put a picture of um, 
Ozzy Osbourne on one too. And they were like, you who are, you guys got to be, you know, you got to work harder or do something else to Kelly be able to put Kelly Osbourne said that? I don't know why. I don't have a good I don't, taste No, Kelly Osbourne, I don't know what she, I can't remember what she said. But she said something. She wasn't happy about it. Everybody, everybody, they were attacking for these t-shirts. And they had, to, they had to take them off. Uh, they, they're not for sale anymore. Because they definitely... They weren't gonna make any money because people were mad. People was gonna buy them. I mean, I'm sure they their fans would have bought them. Bunch of money, but it was like, yeah, they got a picture of Tupac and they got some two Ks on them, and it's just like, you know. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have bought one, but people would definitely buy them. Yeah, I'm sure people did bought them quick. Right. They were like, you oh yeah, on eBay. Somebody shared y'all. Right, someone. Somebody was like, y'all need to stick to what you know, selling lipstick or lip gloss or something. People be acting like that. Kylie lipstick is everything. Mm. It does. I mean. When I see people do like YouTube videos with them on, I'm like, it looks good. Mm-hmm. So, so like, it's like, where's it even sold at? Online, I think. Oh. Like on her, she has like an online store. But you know, last week, Kristen? What? Power came on. Yes, it did. <sighs> good old power. It's finally back. It is. Finally, bruh. Finally, though. Yes. But you know, I don't think that much happens. What? I, I mean, mean, Ghost is still in jail. Yeah, because he couldn't, they wouldn't, they didn't give him bail. And I, I kind of knew they were going to do that. It made me think about how to deal with murder. I feel like for him to just get out of jail extra easy just seems like, you know, eh. Really? See, to me, and how to get with murder, I felt like she was going to get out of jail. And she did. She got out kind of quick. Yeah, but, but I think she didn't get be out. in there most of the season. Yeah, but I, I feel like she, she stayed in there a, a good amount of time. Longer than I thought she was. I thought she was going to be like, oh, we come back and she's out of jail. It's like, I'm Annalise and I did this and I'm yeah, out. To me, but Annalise, it was like, she had to be in there. To me, Annalise needed to come out in order for the show to still kind of be what it was. But I right. feel like Ghost could stay in jail. Yeah, and the show was still going to run. Yeah, and we And we're seeing what, what's going on in jail and, you know. Right. Rest in peace to Charlie Murphy <laughs> on there. That's, that's really sad. His role was kind of odd. Because you were like, he looks sick. And I was like, he does. Mm-hmm. And they got him playing like this extra tough guard. And I was like, right. I didn't really see that Because it looked like Ghost could have definitely took right. them I was down. like, Ghost? Ain't you supposed to be Ghost? Yeah, but he is in shackles or whatever. Ghost seemed like he should get around that. But I, when the director's cut, was talking about how, like, Ghost had this mindset where he was above prison. Like, that's so true. You see that? Yeah. I oh, I definitely could see that. Yeah. He thought that he was better than all. That's why when he sent Kanan to go to jail, he was like, you know, because this is not for me. But you can do this. Mm -hmm. And so now he got to suffer through that. Yeah. I feel like he'll be in jail for most of the season, if not the whole season. Mm. That would be kind of crazy. But, you know, uh, the Tariq thing, that wasn't. That wasn't anything. And Tyreek is so bad. He's just rebelling. He's a he's a young boy. He's a kid, and his son, his dad being in jail ain't gonna help. He gonna Not at him. all. Yeah, I don't know. He I really, he, and, but I, it made me mad how they did that with the Fifty Cent scene because I really thought something was gonna come from that. I feel like, like that they could have made that. They could have made that really good. Yeah, but it was like they it was like a low key cop out. It was like we're just gonna was. we're gonna forget about this. And I was like, nah, y'all should have had Tasha know that Kanan is in town and mm-hmm. some, some, some and some crazy stuff. She over there, like, that would have been good. Because Tasha still don't know about Kanan, does yeah, she? she doesn't. It's like... And he said that was his friend's uncle. Right. And, and that one boy, whatever his name is, Andre, mm-hmm. he still don't like him. It's like, he lied. He's going to die this season. I feel it. I used to like him. I liked him last season. I didn't. I thought he was okay because he was trying to do better or whatever. But now I feel like he kind of trying to play both sides and acting like he deserves both. He seemed like he deserved 50 cents. Loyalty, like fifty cents should be right. But then he also seems like he—he he over here asking Tommy why he didn't get a 
why he didn't yeah. get promoted. It's like, brother, you out here lying and doing all this stuff. You really right? Like he's he trying to get promoted with Tommy and at the club and with Kanan. Like, no, right. he don't deserve. You trying that. to play all sides and you about to lose at all. So I don't know. I don't. I feel like he's gonna die this season. He probably will. Tommy out here just doing his thing, trying to get the money together, running the business. He ain't do nothing too big. I feel like Tommy. I don't know what's gonna happen with Tommy, but I mean, uh, hopefully he's still living. Who Tommy? Yeah. I don't think they'll they kill Tommy. Not till season seven. I feel like... Cause that's yeah, they might kill him eventually. I feel that's like that's... at the end, they'll kill him. Well, yeah. I feel like both of them will die. I don't think they'll kill Ghost. I feel like Ghost... I feel like that is such a good ender to a series. Well, Ghost maybe. needs to go. I don't know he, he, I mean, he, someone else to pick that series up. And I feel like, you know, why are you going to kill the main character? I, you kill Tommy and be okay. But killing Ghost... I won't watch it. Because Tommy's not on I there. I kill. I would watch it. I wouldn't. I feel like they somebody else. Though. But you know, I said that back when Grey's Anatomy used to go through killing all their characters. It was like, if y'all kill Derek or, you know. Right. I'm not watching it. And I, I did. Yeah. So. Because it's still, you still like the show. Right. I don't think they'll kill Tommy anytime soon, though. Yeah. Because it's only, what, is this season three or four? Four. four. Yeah. Um, The Insecure trailer came out. Oh, I saw it. It premieres on so, July the 23rd. I'm excited. I, know. I watched it. It was good. It was a really good trailer. She mm-hmm. was like, teach me how to hoe. And I was like. <laughs> yeah. And that, so the funny. lawyer girl talking about how she needs to get more money in her job. Did she, you see that check though? It was a $6,000 check. And I did she was, see it. Oh, I did. It was a $6,000 check. And she was like, how do I say, you know, I think she was like, you pay me well, but I need to be paid more than my white counterpart. And that check was $6,000. Right. She was like, I'm, a, I'm the a best check. lawyer. <laughs> One check. Yes, I, I hear you. <laughs> One check was six thousand dollars, and she needed to be paid more. Like, right, it's girl, like girl, you better go on with. But for real, because y'all, how much was his check? Shoot, Probably check must run eight. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you guys look out for that. Yeah. My my last thing is that my this show that I really like got canceled. What show is that? The Carmichael Show. Oh yeah, that show was really popular. Why did it got cancel? it got canceled because. Their most recent episode was about the main character. His name is Gerard. He went to a mall and there was a mall shooting. Because that's his whole show. He tried to do, com- you know, confrontational topics. Mm-hmm. And uh, Confrontational? Controversial? There we go. <laughs> what did I say? Confrontational. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he goes to a mall mm-hmm. and there's a shooting. And the day that it was supposed to air, there was an actual shooting. Some, you know, there was an actual shooting, mm-hmm. mass shooting, and NBC pushed the episode back. And he was like, there's a problem here. You are doing people a disservice by not you by not showing this episode on the same day as the shooting. You're acting like, you know, people can't handle a real conversation. So he left the show. He was like, I, I'm the not main doing-. character? Right. He left the show and then the show got canceled. Because they can't have a show without him. He's Gerard Carmichael. I would never do that. Why I feel like he, the whole show, like they. I feel like there had to be something else. That, yeah. He didn't talk about it, but I feel like there had to be some other stuff where they were like, you know what, you can't do this. They or, probably like retired you anyway. They probably didn't want to. But they talked him. very well about him when they talked about the show getting canceled. They were like, it was a great well, show. It was great working with him. I mean, bro, if you just you cancel my money maker on here, NBC can't talk bad about you. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're anything like me and reading has become a huge part of your life, or maybe you've just always been reading, you need to check out Audible. They have so many audiobooks available for you right now, guys. And while you're on there, you might as well use our code. It's audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash 2020SNL. Go ahead, y'all. Get your life and enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. So that was all I had for entertainment, guys. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? 
I'm oh, Big Brother started. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch it. I watched... It was a two-hour premiere, so I watched that, and then I watched, like, half of the second episode. But I'm really excited. Paul is back. Any so, racist on there? There's only one black girl. And I feel like they picked the safest... I mean, like, they just, like, a safe, because she's real cute. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of got that, like, black... She's black, urban, but no... I don't know if anyone would call her ghetto. You know? And mm-hmm. it's like, y'all really was smart with that. And I don't I don't know if I like that. Last season, it had a little bit of urban, a little hood, a little... One crappy. black person doesn't sound like enough. Yeah, I feel like they were like, we're only going to go with one, and we're going to get one that everyone's happy with. What that everyone's happy with? The black people like her? The white she people like her? She got that Beyonce appeal to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see that for her, definitely. She's, she's a, she seems like a really cool girl, though. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's working. Well, hopefully she wins. Yeah, hopefully. Black people all the way. Anyway. So, hot topics. Hot topics. Since we're, um, you know, Therese went over her time, we had the interview. We're going to just do one hot topic. And yes. it's my my section was lengthy. Lengthy. Yes. I had three, but we're doing one. And uh, like, so the only top I feel like we should have talked about this, but I don't know why we never had. But talked about this on the show or just in general? No, in general, we talked about it before. But like on the show, like this is a popular topic for being twenty something and natural, or not necessarily natural, but just like twenty something, and you wear your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have like a straight weave. So when it comes to interviews, how, like, how do you feel about? Why are you laughing? No, it's just I'm thinking about it. It's funny. Like, cause now I feel like black people like how, like if you being like for real, like let's just be real, like not mm-hmm. not, not like low key. Well, the probably well if you you should wear your hair like this because you know mm-hmm. <laughs> if they don't want you, you know then maybe then I mean or is it like how should, how would you wear your hair to an interview? You know if you had because you be you wear weave. So yeah. your hair's kind of straight. So you know they like that, right? They like it. And then I feel like even in the interview, if you like push it to the side, and then mm-hmm. it comes on one side, they're like, "Oh, she's just like us." <laughs> Trying to get that get that one look going, hang a look going, right? I feel yeah. like you know, like you said, I don't want to be that. Oh, you know, you should because they don't. You know, they'll like you like this or whatever. But personally, I probably just wear. I probably wear my wig or my whatever because I'm trying to get a job. I come in here on day two with my uh, with my afro if I feel like it, or my twist out or my braid out or whatever. But to get the job, but what it if depends you don't on wear wigs. I mean, well, that's a different thing. If all you do is a natural, then it's like I will put myself. That sounds so bad, but I put myself in the tamest natural bun <laughs> that I can get. It's like this is not a this is not a poof. This is not this is a bun. It's like it looked like you don't know what my hair can look like underneath this bun. Yeah. It's slicked and ready to go. Yeah. And then on day two, you wear whatever you want to. But to get the job, unless you're that person who's really about, you know, I don't want to work in a place that would really care all about this and that. Then, you know like- what, girl, just wear your hair how you want to. But I'm just trying to get hired. Right. So I'm going to go in there trying to be as safe as possible. I do feel like I'm trying to get hired. But at the same time, I do have a little bit of that. Why would I want to work here? Yeah, I feel like if y'all could... don't. But I would wear a bun. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I had if I go to an interview, I wear a bun. Mm-hmm. Like I don't put my hair. I don't wear it in twist out. That seems so risky to me because I really do feel like people will be like, "Wow, yeah. my job." Literally, people mention my hair every week, and it's like to other people, it's very like intriguing. Like to us black people, we be like, "She natural, right? It is what it is." Nice hair. I like um, your I like your twist out. Yeah, I know. I like that bantu knot. It's like whatever, but like some people are so intrigued by it, and it's very distracting to people. And it's like I don't have the time for that. I'm gonna just wear it in a bun. I'm gonna go to my interview, and then yeah, I'll take it home, and I'll be like, my bun is so tight and it's hurting my head. But mm. I don't think I would put a wig on though. That's because I definitely used to be. If you're a type who wears both, 
Mm-hmm. Like you go, you go back and forth. You put your wig on. It did, I, don't I don't know. That's too much. It's all about how long your hair is. If you can't wear a bun, what? So if they can't fit a bun. You think they should? They shouldn't wear their real hair. I'm trying to be safe. Really? See, to me, I feel like a, a twat is safe. That's just a little fro. A fro is still a fro. <laughs> and if I had a twat, I'm going to put my wig on. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. What to me, mean? I think once it gets to like a puff length, yeah, I would put it in a bun. But if it's like a short three-inch afro, I think you need to put a wig on. Just put just put some twist in it. No. Some twist put some, in put it. some twist in it. It'll be a cute little twat. They're going to think that your hair is just like white, white people's hair. And it's just got a little kink on it. I feel like if it got long, and see, I then they probably be like, wow, her hair is really wild. Like, my hair in a twist up, my hair isn't long, but it's a fair length, so I feel like that would be a lot to somebody. But a little twa? I don't think that's a lot. You know, it's just a twa? The twa to me, I <laughs> think twas are cute, you know. Yeah. But I, I don't have the mind of the, the, the hiring manager at your job. The twa ain't even that much longer than just a brother coming to an interview with a fade. Are you a brother? <laughs> that's just what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like I should just... I'm just going if I if I go back and forth, I'm putting my wig on. It's as simple really? as that. With a twat? With a twat. I didn't I'm think putting you, my wig I didn't, on. I thought we were both gonna be like, just wear a bun. But if your hair is long enough uh for a bun, then I would wear a bun. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, what? I'm not talking about people who have short hair. You're not, but you're saying like if it's short, it's a little it's still a lot to people. You think so? I don't think it's a lot if it's short. I don't know if it's a lot, but it's just like, I don't feel like going into a job interview where I don't know how this person feels about my, my little afro and what I'm supposed to do. So it's just like, right. I'm just, you know, let me just try to make my hair look. What about braids? I don't, I mean, if you, if you all the way into a, you know, if you already got braids and. You have an interview. I don't know what I would do. I wouldn't take them down. I might. Oh no. You could you could put bun, bun, braids into a bun. I feel like those buns be looking so thick, and they look different. They I mean, look I, black. They're, I think they're. I'm about to give me some twists. I know, like them. I'm. I got a job, so I'm. I think it'll work. It'll be fine. But I feel like if I was going to an interview, I don't. I probably would. I don't think I would wear some twists. If I if they I had been take, in a month, I would take them out. No, oh, no. I can't waste my money. What are we talking? No, I said I mean, a month at least. Then I would mm-hmm. take them out. Because it's like, I've gotten my time. Depending on who the interview is with. If it's with the company I really want to work for, I, I, I'll take Nestle my Nestle got an interview. Taking my twist out. <laughs> what are you doing? Messing around and get a, get a pressing curl. <laughs> Unless y'all think I got a perm. Right. They don't need to know anything. <laughs> I'll hit them with that on week one. I mean, week two. Shoot. Right. Break that. They'll be like, I love your hair. Yeah, I know you do. They'll be like, it's so different. You change it up all the time. Saw me change my hair like three times and it's every day. And you think I change it? Don't right. Like I come in here with my hair is blonde one day and I know. It's purple the so next. Because I feel like I don't change my hair that much. People act like I do. And it's like, I literally might put a twist on it mm. or a braid out or maybe do a puff with a bantu knot. But it's like, there are girls who really will go from wig to wig and then they'll have a natural hair out the next week. There's some twists one week. That's changing your hair. Yeah. Now that I can understand. It's like, oh, you always have a different style. You have a different hairstyle. Mm. I like that. But right. me, I don't think I changed my hair. It's like, I, does my hair really change or do I just not wear it the exact same <laughs> way every single day? That's really funny. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you have some brains, I might take them out. But it, it really depends on the interview. Yeah. Because I, I could, you could get them in a nice bun. Gosh, that would be risky. That <laughs> sounds riskier to me than it a twa. A twa, I think it's fine. I feel a nice like part a twa seems the least risky, You don't I like guess. the part? I mean, I, no, I like the part. Oh. Like, if I was going to give me a... A real short twa, it would have a part in it because it would just be cute. Yeah. But 
I don't know. I, I just don't know how, you know, the person who's interviewing you feels. It's all about... About twice. I don't about, know why it's so short to me. But that. it's like a woman with short hair. It depends. So everybody doesn't think that looks good. And I'm trying to impress on all, on, all, <laughs> on all fronts here. I'm coming here giving you my best self. It's so hard to be black. Because it's like... Because I really struggle with that. Like, I'd be like... People will be like, oh my god, I love your hair. And it's like, I appreciate the compliment. But at the same time, it's like, bruh. Chill out. Right. Why are you hair? all in my head? Like, it's so foreign and so different. Like, mm-hmm. that's annoying. But but then, I don't know. I feel like, because I, I could definitely see me having an interview. Like, I love your hair. Let's go. We're in this room right here. And I'll be like, I don't know if I even want to bring attention to my hair. Mm-hmm. So. Wait till later. I probably, I mean, I remember when I started my job, my hair was straight. No, oh, My interview, yeah, my interview, my hair was on a puff. I mean, a bun, not a puff. And then. I, um, I, my hair was straight, like, the first two weeks. Mm. And then, like, I remember I wore it, not about, I wore it in a pantu knot. And it was like, you know, because pantu knots make your hair kind of, um, stretched, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then I had it in a puff. And people were like, oh, I like how your hair can do that. But it was like, they didn't know that it was still, like, kinky. Because mm. it, it looked kind of stretched. But then, yeah. you know, eventually they were like, oh, so her hair doesn't look like that every day, but. I don't know. Her hair looks different every the day. The first couple of weeks, I really might, I probably keep it in a bun or straight. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't straighten my hair for an interview though, unless that's the job I want. Like, <laughs> if it was the job I've been dreaming of, oh yeah, without a doubt. It's just like I why I would get my hair why straight. take any type of risk? It's like right. I want this job. I would make sure my outfit was so fresh to death. But I really. might buy some new shoes for it, but that's like a really big interview. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I just always thought that was interesting because I remember one time I texted you and I had an interview. I don't know where it was at, and um, and you were like, I was like, I really want to wear my twist out. And you're like, just wear your twist out. I don't know why you told me that since you over here saying you put in a bun. I mean, I don't, I feel like if somebody really wants to wear their, if there's some girl who's like, I really like how my hair looks in this bantu knot, like, I, I, this is my style. It's like, girl, wear your bantu knot. If you, at the end of the day, right? I feel like if you really, really meant to have a job, right, the thing's going to fall in the line. So it's not going to matter what your hair was looking like. I will say, though, shout out to the girls who be like, I'm not about to put my hair up. That hurts my head. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not about to straighten my hair. I don't like heat on my hair. Yeah, it's like, and they're like, if they don't like my twist out, I really don't want to work there. And you mean that with everything in your chest? Like, you really going to go to that interview with the twist out? That's dope, bro. Shout out to you. Yeah. I'm trying to get there, though. Because I'm not there. Like, I still be kind of like, Nervous, and you meet quite a few black people who still will tell you, "Put that in a bun." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had I had definitely asked this guy. I was like, "Should I wear my hair in a bun?" And he's like, "Just to be safe, you know." Mm-hmm. But I feel like black people they they like a natural, but it's still about that we just being safe, it's right? Like, just to be safe. That's I what just... I mean. That's where we coming from because right. we like a natural. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like we just don't, you know. If this is the job that you really want, you need to just why taking it? Why, why are we taking the risks? So if you had fake dreads, would you wear them? I don't know about that, but you sound like. Hmm. But twist, you would keep me. Yeah, but not the dreads. They can fire you with dreads. I don't. I don't. Can they? I well, saw they can fire you anyway. Yeah, I saw. I, I was on something, and they were talking Some dreads about dreads in a bun. Though that would be really cute. I, I like dreads. I was watching this video on how to because I was I was thinking about getting some, this is like a while ago thinking about getting some dreads or growing some dreads or whatever. Yeah. I, I was, but I I'm not. <laughs> but you're growing dreads, but you mean getting some fake ones? No, like starting some dreads, but you know those little twists that you start I, out with. I like. I think they're called sister locks. 
I want. I think eventually I'll probably dream my hair. That's what my mom has. Yeah, I would get sister locks, but I would want them to be like really long. I think they're pretty. Yeah. I don't know. Something about dreading them. But you can't take dreads out, which is yeah. dope. I, I, there was a girl in college. I like didn't that. even know that, that was a thing. I watched this video and it's like, you, yeah, because it's like here's a lot of dead hair. Well, man, and my hair and not just, that. My hair kind of thin anyway, really? so I probably would need to just start over. But yeah, I could get some dreads going right now. Yeah, I'm not going to, but I could. Get some dreads popping, but then you couldn't really wear your wig that long. I guess you could. Yeah. Eventually, it would be it start to bunch up. Mm-hmm. Like you need to wear those dreads, but I don't know. It's hard being black, y'all. It is. It really is. Because I show, I definitely, I just, I don't know. I would say, I would say wear your twist out. I mean, wear your hair in a bun. But, uh, I mean, I really like people who just wear their twist outs and stuff. Mm-hmm. People definitely tell, tell them, have told me, like, you know, put in a bun. That's like my dad. Like, when I go to an interview, he always is like, wear a skirt. Mm. He don't want me to wear pants. Skirt. Like, <laughs> you never heard that? A skirt makes, to me, it seems like it looks better. It, I, I mean, nobody's ever said it to me before. Really? Yeah. If you was going to your dream career, I'm wearing a skirt. I would. I definitely wouldn't be wearing pants up in there. I would think to wear a pantsuit. Oh, no. I'm wearing skirts. Like Hillary Clinton out here, pantsuit. I'm wearing skirts. Like, I'm going to look. Michelle Obama wears dresses and skirts. So? <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> There are people out here, women getting jobs without skirts on. I know, but my dad's really big on that skirt. He always like, you know, Chris, just just wear a skirt. <laughs> like, but I don't think I have too many interviews. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was a hot topic, y'all. So if you, yeah, if you be wearing, if you wear like what is it, twists and stuff, that's right. dope. That's right. Dope. If you wear your twists out, your braid out, and your bantu knots, that shout is, out to y'all. Yes, girl who wear afro, really shout out to you, cause really, you think like a big afro. Yes, because I feel like you. I feel like you. You're taking a yeah. You and I feel like you know that that's a risk. And you're like, you know what? But you know what? My hair is worth it out here. When I worked at AT and T, my hair, I had a like a a a big weave. It was like a curly Mm -hmm. weave, kinky curly weave. But -hmm. you think that was laid down enough? Yeah, I feel like a weave still has a a European look to it. Something like that. It still has a a bit more of a a lay down. I feel like you can buy you can buy like tracks and stuff that are more, you know, kinky curly. Yeah. But I feel like they still they still seem to hit on the curly a little bit more. I think if you're getting, yeah, if you're getting like track, oh yeah, tracks like for a wig or something for a sewing, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they they lay down more. You can get afro ones, but I feel like people pref- that's why people prefer those ones that lay down. And I used to hate when people would be like, oh my god, I love your hair. I love that you wearing your hair. And it would be like, but then, you know, my hair was shorter, so when I would wear my real hair, people wouldn't compliment as much. It made me feel sad. Oh, because they were complimenting the weave? And they would be like, I love your hair. Oh my god, sister, you better do it. Oh, All of that. They did that? That's cool. Yeah, and I guess, but I then mean, when I wore like... my real hair, no, but people wouldn't say that. For real. Because mm. it's not, it's not as like perfect looking. Right. So, I don't know. But I did wear, I do remember, I definitely wore curly weave. But, um, lastly, not lastly. Um, <laughs> so the article, um, so I didn't have an article, but I did just quickly want to discuss it. I'm surprised you didn't talk about it. Did you see that Trump's ban is coming back? Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't talk about that. I don't know. He had, it has like stipulations on it. Like every, it's not exactly the same, but it's right. still like a travel ban. And it's like Middle Eastern companies, I mean, um, 
why did I say companies? Countries. Countries. Countries that like they can't come over here and stuff. And it was like I read some of it. It was like you parents. You can visit for parents or like um, siblings, but it was like cousins. You can't mm-hmm. go visit because of cousins. I saw something about grandparents because it was like my grandparents are not a terrorist. And I was like, I don't know if that's saying that you can't visit your grandparents or your grandparents can't visit you. It was saying that like they can't, you can't travel into the United States. Isn't that right? They can't travel here, right? They can go there. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't read I'm all of it. I'm pretty sure I can go. Can I go to the South? I can go to the Middle East. Sure. I would hope so. I think that they said but they can't come here, but it was it, def- it was it wasn't cousins. I mean, it definitely cousins can't, which is really crazy. People definitely be like, "I'm going to visit my aunt and uncle and my cousins." Right. Like people can't. So you're really saying that people from these countries cannot come here? Right. It's That's like crazy. you know, my mom who's lived over there for 20 years, and I just happen to live in the U.S. She can't come to my wedding. That's over here. It's really what type sad. of stuff is that? That's crazy. That's crazy. Because it's like stuff you be seeing on, like you see, like back in the day, didn't they did that with the Asian community? Didn't they? During like um, Vietnam, War? yeah, I think so. And it's like that's that's the same. It's crazy. That seems like almost like a TV history show. History repeating itself out here, you know. It does. It happens. I just thought that was crazy. I didn't want to like go deep into it, but I was. I definitely saw that it got it got approved or whatever. Yeah. Um, the government is up to more nonsense. I was talking to this girl, and I was like, I feel like I really think Trump will get elected again, though. I do too. And she was like, No. And I was like, mm. I feel like the people who voted for him think he's doing a great job. I think they do too. And they that is crazy. Like, because it's like the problem that I feel like most people have with Trump is like we do not agree with his ideas. Right. And but the people who do, they, they do. agree with what he's doing. Right. And so in their eyes, he is doing a good job. And it's like he won once. They could definitely win him over. I think he'll win again. But I feel like, you know, he did. Some people who didn't think that they would be hurt by his like that's the, that's plan, the only thing. The insurance people. The insurance like, people, they might not do it. He'll be like, no, nah, I can't even. I can't even go to the doctor anymore, so no, I'm not going to vote for Trump. But I feel like if, if something were to happen where his Trump health care plan just helped somebody, mm. he'd mess around and get, you know. I think the, the the insurance is the only thing that might make people think again. I, I won't think, be voting for it. Of course not. <laughs> that would be crazy. But, but obviously, um, it didn't matter last time, so. <laughs> just saying. Because y'all, Hillary, y'all didn't want to support Hillary like that. It was messed up. Yeah, y'all. Because um, <laughs> I voted for Hillary. Didn't want to. See, but that's does it matter? Some, no, because some people went out there and they was like, "I'm, I don't like her. It don't matter." Like we, y'all had this attitude where it's like you gotta like him to give him a vote. Like, no, some people are go a little bit farther and they're like, "I don't like Hillary. I'm not voting for her." Yeah, well then that's y'all's fault. But see, we can't even put that in the atmosphere. It's like I'm voting for Hillary. That's it. You gonna vote for? It's all good. What I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like I agree with things that she does? Hillary was a liar, <laughs> but. <laughs> You, you seem like you, you debated that after you said it. But that was a thing people said. She's a liar. Yeah. People did not like She her. is like a straight fraud. Low key. Everything oh, yeah. about her is fake. And I don't like Hillary. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about those, those just, Dougies and stuff. I'm right. talking about that. No, I did not like what Hillary. What I wouldn't do for a Nay Nay hitting president right now. I would do a lot for it. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like, let her, anybody have been running against her. Like, I low key would have had to think about it. Of course. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about a different, uh, different Republican. Oh no! I would have had to. You think. must be out your mind. People had to been bringing good stuff. Uh uh-uh. uh. Therese, what? You, you, I said, think about it. Kristen. You would be. You would like literally embarrass. You couldn't tell nobody that. Of course not. Keep that to yourself. A black person from a Republican, I can't trust you. <laughs> I don't know. You something off about you. That's funny. Or you better be rich. 
I mean, filthy rich. Low key, even if you're rich, filthy. though. Filthy, no. No, no, even if you're rich, I don't think that you should be voting Republican. You act like you ain't no, know you should, the black people got the struggle. Okay. No, it's like, you still like, know the people struggling out here. Right. I feel like, and, and I mean, the, the, the system is, even though you're the the black person who is right. You're part okay, of that black 1% out here. Right. It's like, not every, you know that black people have a disadvantage just by being born black. So mm-hmm. it's like, bruh, do that. Right. And I feel like your whole life wouldn't, you wouldn't brought up in just money. I mean, you could have. I don't know who's yeah, it's black. Like you're just raising. Lavish. But I just feel like your parents should have helped teach something about that. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, people, get, people can get detached, which yeah. I can understand. But because um, they were weren't they Republicans on um, Fresh Prince? Carlson was a Republican. I don't think the parents were. Yeah, the mom definitely wasn't. I liked it that way. But um, I would be upset if my that's kid like was one, Republican. Uh, smart guy. It was an episode where he said that, and he was like, "Next thing you gonna tell me you're Republican?" He's like, "They actually have a good fiscal policy," and it seemed like something a little, really little smart kid would say, right? Like, it's like, you, you just, because I mean, yeah, every, who doesn't like the idea of me having more money for my paycheck? But that's not effective. Right. Like, for real, for real. And it's very, for the, very. For the whole. It's selfish. It's like, you're very me-minded. It's just like, I don't know. Um, But lastly, short and sweet, Teresa. I'm trying to stay on time. Okay. And um, so next, lastly is Gasperation. So last week at church, um, my pastor was talking about um, evangelism. And, you know, there's a lot of terms that I'm still learning, but I really didn't know necessarily what evangelism was compared to, um, there's another word that I can't think of right now, but I, I, he defined it. And he just said, where it's like, you tell people about Jesus and you help save them. You help bring them, um, to Jesus. And you say, you know, in essence, you played a part in them being coming saved. And I, I, you know, he said, he was talking a lot about how you need to evangelize and how you need to help people. And just like if you saw a, a baby, in a building on fire, you either you gonna run up there, you gonna make sure somebody get up there. He's like, it's kind of the same thing because like they're like they're on fire, and in essence, just it's it's kind of scary to be friend to to know someone and you just know that they don't believe in God because if you if your faith is strong, you you ultimately know that you have to have faith in God in order to go to heaven. So it would be scary to know someone and know that they really don't believe in God and you don't know where their eternal life is gonna be spent. So. Um, so I wanted to just talk about God's inspiration in essence. I mean, because I feel like to some degree we try to evangelize on the podcast because we, um, yeah, we try to evangelize on the podcast. We want to just make sure that people know, um, about God. Like, I mean, obviously we, we give you some entertainment cause we love entertainment. We love a little bit of pop culture. Um, and we love some hot topics. We like politics, all this jazz. We like talking about it, which is why we have a podcast. Yeah. But um, I always felt like having Gospelation on the podcast was very important because we wanted to make sure that people know that God is God's important. God is essential for my livelihood, and I feel like we need we needed to evangelize. So um, basically, I kind of wanted to talk about why we had. Decided to put Gospelation on here and then also um, push people to also try to evangelize. And, and you can do it in small ways. I know at, at church he talked about um, you feel on your spirit. Like you, sometimes you just feel yourself. You, I don't know, me personally, like I'll be somewhere and I'll be like, thank you, God. And I, I might not say that, though. Sometimes I, I'll keep it to myself. Like definitely I have gotten some great emails or something. And I'll be like, you have a you have a blessed day. And I will definitely delete that blessed. Because it's like. Oh, like you type that and then you're like. 
take that off. Yeah, or like just something small and be like, you know, if no, you're not blessed. Blessed is very intentional to me. It's like mm-hmm. I decided to that I want to say blessed. <laughs> but sometimes it's like thank God or something like that, and you might not want to put that in there because it's kind of like a little uh, it's a lot for people, but he was talking about like if your spirit ever feels like you should um you know, feel yourself pushing in to help people and know about Jesus and know about God and understand that this is a real thing. People aren't not there are people who who are you know, fake Christians and they they act like they love the Lord, but it, you, they, their lifestyle and the way they act and the way they treat people just seems the farthest thing from it. But, I mean, I think for some, for a lot of people, it's important to just know. A lot of people don't know of, like, real Christians who just love God and they know they're imperfect, but they're trying to always be better and they want to work on their commitment to God. And I feel like a lot of people don't know about that, those type of people. They mm-hmm. even know people where it's like, yeah, I believe in God, sure, whatever, I guess. And Or, you know, the type where it's like... <laughs> You going to hell, like, <laughs> and there's no middle, but there is a there is a large group of people who are in the middle, and I feel like if you are one of those people, which I feel like twenty something and listen, living listeners are, mm-hmm. you seem y'all. I mean, just based on from what I be saying, it seems like everyone, a lot of people seem to love God in a genuine sense, and if you feel your spirit telling you to talk to someone and just hit them with thank God, you know, or people being really like, but God, huh? You know, I really noticed that, like, you do. It's mm, like even it's when so people good. say it in the street, if somebody's like, "Oh, you know, you have a blessed day," or th- it's like I I acknowledge that in my mind. It's not like you know, or thank you or have a good day. It's like you hear it and it's mm. whatever. But have a blessed day. I feel like I, I know I got an email at work from someone and his signature was like "Have a blessed day," and I was like, I definitely remember that. Right. And then it makes me want to look at your actions. So if I see like if I see someone and they may mention God, and then all of a sudden I start watching them, and I'm like, they they're really nice. And then mm. it's like they seem very calm. And then it's like, or like, you know, you start to notice that all these positive things about them and it could definitely move them closer to God or at least wanting to explore a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And to, and I think that's so important. Like, just like when you feel your spirit telling you to do something, you got to do it. Because I li- I remember when we was going to start this podcast, I was like, we need to have God on here. Like, I was like, I don't know where we're going to put it, mm-hmm. but we didn't have in this podcast. Yeah. I remember saying that, like, I, I and, <laughs> you know, me and Teresa debated on where to put it in the podcast. And, like, but we were like, I mean, I, to me, it felt like something on my spirit was like, I'm not about to have a podcast and not talk about God because God is really fundamental to my life. But just something also was pushing me to it. And I feel like to some degree it's evangelizing and mm-hmm. I won't ever forget. I sound like an old lady or not an old lady, like a typical old person. I want one girl was like, that guy's inspiration was everything. And I was like, Wow. Like, that was crazy. Yeah. I mean, that was good. I was like, dang. He's like, so this is really, this is really doing something. Right. Like, if that really hit you. And I feel like that's what it's supposed to do. Just like how we trying to have y'all having a, a fun, funny day when we talking about Beyonce and Chris Brown or whatever. But it's like, we need to evangelize too and talk about God. So I thought that, I don't know. I thought that I wanted to kind of talk about why we decided to put God in the podcast and then also just push people to just listen to their spirit and, um, Start to include God more so because it makes me almost think about when we had Dre on the podcast because she said that. Mm-hmm. Like at first her channel was just very like makeup, hair, X, Y, and Z. And then it kind of, she felt like she never mentioned God. And it, that didn't take away from the fact that she was a Christian and that, you know, her faith was important to her, but no one knew. Right. There are so many, like, do you know, I would personally rather listen to someone who's kind of like been open about her Christianity 
And but something about me still connects to you in other ways. Like the fact that you beat your face like that. I want to be able to beat my face like that. Girl, teach me. But when you hit me with something about God, it's like, wow. Like now I'm more intrigued by you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's important. And it's important just to see that. Like in daily your daily life to be able to connect that. Yeah, you can be like this, but she's also um you can be into this, but also love God. And it makes me feel like, dang, I can too. And I think that that's very important. That makes me think about um Kiara Sharp. Kiki Sharp. I just started listening to her. No. She's dope. Her Instagram is everything. So I don't know who that is. I told you about her. I was like, she just seemed like she seemed so like I could be friends with her. Mm. That's what I get from her. I think she's like twenty nine. She's like a Grammy Award winning gospel singer. Oh yeah, yeah. He told me. He told me. Yeah, she's like twenty nine, and it's like I'll be looking at her post like, girl, we could be friends. Like, but but she's so relatable. But she loves God, and that is so cool, you know. Or when you find out about a YouTube person or anything. I mean, a podcast owner like. I think that to some degree, that's kind of what makes our podcast a little different because, like, and, yeah. and someone could definitely say it's risky. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I felt like it was on my spirit to have it in the podcast. And I just wanted to say, if, if anything is on your spirit to ever talk about God or, you know, say have a blessed day or be like, thank God, you know, and really, and you coming from a very sincere place or, you know, maybe you say, I'm, you know, I'm going to pray on it. Because I definitely, I was texting somebody and I was like, I'm going to pray on it. And it's like, that could be a lot to somebody, but it's like, yeah. It, but at the same time, it might not. It's just like people take note of that. If you tell me I'm gonna pray on, I'll be like, wow, okay, that's what's up. Yeah, I didn't expect you to say that. I thought you were gonna be like, I'm gonna think on it, <laughs> like not pray on it. I mean, it's kind of they're not the same thing, but I feel like someone could definitely say I'm gonna think on it and mean they're gonna pray. But mm-hmm. to actually say it is important. So I was gonna tell you know to try to evangelize. I know there's a lot of different ways to evangelize. Some people be in the street. I can't do that. I'm not there yet, but. Like, I'm really not. But I hope to be someday where I can just go out in the street and be like, do you know about Jesus? But right now, that just, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, I don't know. I'm not like that. But I, I'm trying to work on be just speaking of God. Like, I know at my job, I have something um, on my desk. And it's like, I think it's, it's a verse. And it's like, she believes she could. So she, so she did. Why does that sound like that's not it? But it's something <laughs> like that. It's like, that sounds like a quote I've read somewhere. But it was basically saying like, she believed that the Lord would fulfill all her. She believed that the Lord would fulfill all her um, prayers for her, or something like mm-hmm. that. And I, I really debated putting that there, cause I was like, cause you know what the whole walk is concerned. Yeah, it's yeah. like I don't know if I want to sit this out here. Right. People gonna be, you know, my last job I had some, but that was because I really needed. I needed to be reminded that it was mm-hmm. like that job was so stressful. So it was like, I needed to be like, okay, that, that just got me together. But this is more so like, I just want, I just like it there. And it, it does remind me. And, but I feel like it's, it's like a lot. I don't know. I think, but you never know. Someone could walk past it and be like, hmm, wow. Chris is a Christian. I didn't know that. Actually, someone in my old job did walk past me and say that. No, really? Mm-hmm. Because she noticed it. And we, t- yeah, that was the person who we had that long, like, like a prayer. Oh, yeah. Like a prayer conversation at work. Yeah. And he was like, at work? He was like, yeah. We was like, three of us just got together. Like, Let's just pray. But that wouldn't happen if they didn't see that on my desk. Mm-hmm. So that's all I had to say. Try to evangelize. Um, it's important. I think it's important. And I feel like you, you want to make sure that you, someone probably, someone probably hit a note for you. It might have been your parents. Obviously, a lot of people's parents just bring them to God. But sometimes people don't have that luxury. So, Make sure that you try to evangelize um, when you can. But that's all. All right. Yes. So that completes episode 25. Yes. 25. Yes. Um, <laughs> I hope y'all stay stay put. I mean, get ready for episode 26. I'm really excited, y'all. It's our year. Yes. We're going to get together. All the things that we 
that we thought were so good and so fun and God's expression that we thought spoke to people. But yeah. then we're also gonna um, we're gonna share some some memories, some behind yes. the scenes, some bloopers, just some bloopers. Your, what, we, what we should have done differently, what we yes. like that we do now, what we plan to do in the future. It's gonna be so good, y'all. It's just gonna be funny. Just know that most yes. of it we're gonna, is gonna be just like our favorite pieces. So yeah, y'all can y'all can check it out. I mean, I wish I had a, well, I'm going to say, I wish I had some of my favorites, but that, that's what it's going to be. Like, if you just want to tell someone about our podcast, they can check this episode out. So it's going to be in two weeks. Yes. I'm excited. We'll see you. That's and good. I also hope y'all enjoyed having Marcus on. I hope he said y'all some good stuff because yeah. that unsubsidized and subsidized loan, he broke that down because I'd be forgetting which is what. And then that credit was good. Mm-hmm. I do forget which one is which. I definitely do. I wrote but it down. If you guys have any, you know, 20 something that topics that you guys want to know about that another guest right. you feel like could be helpful to your life yes if you're 20 something and you got you're, and you have something that you feel like should be showcased or you need to know or you feel like you want to know something reach out to us let us know we'll try and find someone who can give that give that topic you know some life yes the word. <laughs> all right well we'll see you guys in two weeks yes guys bye bye Your allegiance, get your boutiques on all black everything, black cards, black cards, all black everything.